0: Friends of love, service, wisdom. This is Radha, and I'm coming to you from Boise, Idaho. It is the end of May, almost June, and we have been in this quarantine experience now for lockdown experience. Some say, I say, for since gosh, what is it now? Let me put do some quick math mm, 10 weeks, 10 weeks in, and We're coming out of some parts of it. Uh, Idaho is doing separate phases of quote-unquote reopening. And I'll be opening my yoga studio, Sage, next Monday on June 1st for classes, which I am very excited to get back into the studio and seeing community again. And I'm also really nervous and kind of scared and uncertain and... Uh, Yes. You know, if the energy is sort of like a scared and traumatized animal that's hiding in the corner and you're trying to coax it out of the corner. That's kind of how I feel. That's how I feel about it, (laughs) to be honest. Um, But I'm looking forward to not really doing the Facebook Live classes anymore and the Zoom classes and all of the mixture of the online because it is just you know, always, let's just seems like it's always one thing and it's always kind of really rigged together. Like if you could see the way in which the iPad and the phone and the laptop are all like propped up against chairs and blocks and stacks and garbage cans and whatever might hold it into the space and then they fall over and then they don't have audio and then they quit recording and then I can't connect and then they change the platform. If I could just... I'm looking forward to the experience of just walking into the studio, seeing the students. The music's already playing because I set it up already for the ambiance and the audio experience. The room's already saged. The candles are lit. And we can begin. That'll happen. That's going to happen. And I'm still going to have to press record or go, or whatever it is, begin, because we'll be Zooming classes from the studio as well. So if you want to take Zoom classes with me, I'll be offering them, excuse me, live on Zoom Mondays at noon in my power lunch class, though it's big, recently I would say not that much power, and a Tuesday noon Yin yinlicious class that I haven't taught at all during the lockdown. I'm going to pick that back up starting next week. So you can yin with me at noon or you can vinyasa with me at uh, noon on Mondays and Tuesdays, mountain time, of course. And then I'm adding back to the schedule too, Zoom only Nosara vinyasa on Saturdays from 11 to 1230 mountain time. And that class I taught at Sage. It was one of my first, it was like an original class in the schedule that was consistent, always there. It would rotate through different teachers who were trained at the Nosara Yoga Institute. Like myself, we have at the studio a whole giant handful. We've got uh, Celeste Bolin and Liz Hilton and Sharika and Monica and Dana who teaches for us and Alyssa and Heather. All of us have trained with Don and Amba at the Nosara Yoga Institute. So that was always a staple, but I kind of... Changed it when I changed up the schedule probably about a year ago, and so point is we're putting it back on, but it's only going to be Zoom, so you can't no Sarah Vinyasa with us at Sage, but we'll be doing it. I'll probably film it from Sage and then send it out to you guys. So if you want to join us on Zoom, you go to Sage Yoga and Wellness's Mind Body Online, which you can do from your Mind Body app, or you can find. Um, on sageyogaboise.com's website if you go to schedule. So you can now yoga with me from anywhere in the world that you are, which is a side benefit of... All thisness that's been going down, and the ways that we've all been learning to grow and adapt and change. So I look forward to seeing some of you in in those Zoom classes with me. Once I get everything going, the class experience for me feels really nourishing and lovely and awesome and wonderful and like the full like <laughs> cosmic download experience of loveliness. It's just on the beginning end because you know I'm a yoga teacher and I have lots of skills, but. Man, like sound guy and tech guy and lighting guy and all those, all those, all those important skill sets are just things I'm making up on the fly. So it looks super shanty bandaged together. But uh, making it work, making it work. Thank goodness for Krishna, my beloved, who helps me in so many ways, gets all the audio and the video working well and in this other, another, um, venture for me in the meantime, these past 10 weeks is I launched a new website, my old website, marissawepner.com or whatever it was, was something that I just created from like a template. And, um, I'm not a web person either, but I like, like with the recordings, I was just doing my best. I can, I may, I can do things enough to get them done, but not well in that sphere, like well enough, fine. It's probably like C plus, B minus. And so I've been meaning to get a new website for a long time because it was kind of embarrassing. And Krishna kept saying, your website, dude, is just, oh my God, what's going on here? I'm like, I know lots of things are going on there. So I contacted one of my oldest friends, Julie, who's a web designer, graphic designer, highly skilled. She is like that, the person that I'm talking about. I am not. She is that. And reached out to her right when it started and she agreed to build a new website for me, kindly, super generously said that she would do it pro bono because she loves me and she wanted to support me. So we worked on a new website together for about a month and a half and that's up now. So if you type in Marissa... Wepner.com or MarissaRotta.com or MarissaRottaWepner.com, you will go to my new website and its I think it looks pretty good and definitely way better than it was before, much classier. And on it, you have the cool feature of being able to purchase my Vinyasa Yoga Made Simple 27-day book. And you can also book appointments for life coaching or mediation or private yoga. And you can read about me. You can access this, the podcast. Uh, It's cool. It's really cool. And uh, so go there, check it out. Check out the new website. And if you want any of those services, send me a message. You can send it for my newsletter where don't worry about getting spam there because if I'm lucky, I'll get it out once a month. And um, yeah, just feels like a really nice way to connect. In the past, I've kind of had a lot of my self stuff co-mingled with sage stuff. So I'm sort of doing what I've been meaning to do for years and that's separate them a little bit. And it feels very, very good. So thank you so much, Julie, for your help with that. And... I think that's all my newness to share with you guys. This podcast, I am talking to my teacher, Amba Stapleton. She is the co-founder of the Nosara Yoga Institute, and I love her so much. If you've listened to my podcasts in the past, you've heard me probably mention her, her Don, her partner, many, 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 many times. She and her, her teachings and who she is and her being have been almost really a lifelong inspiration to me. I went to the Nosara Yoga Institute when I was 21, 22, when I was 22. And I um, had just graduated college and I was looking to become a yoga teacher as a profession, as my life, because I wanted to integrate its teachings With psychology. And I happened to randomly find the Nosara Yoga Institute on a Google search and just knew it was the place for me to go and uh, signed up and went down there by myself and fell in love with every aspect of the environment there in Nosara. Since then, Nosara, Costa Rica is kind of totally blown up. Um, as a place, as a destination, especially for yoga. But a lot of us, because of Don and Amba having their their vibe generating from there for decades and decades and decades. So um, yeah, I was there in 2002 and studied with them my 200-hour teacher training. I did a 100-hour advanced teacher training. I went back and did my pranissage training with them. One of my largest ever like life goals, if you ever do that kind of work with yourself, five, 10-year lifetime goals was to be a assistant for one of their teacher trainings, which I had the honor and pleasure of finally doing in 2015. I went down there in January of 2015 with Maya, who I think at the time was like in fifth grade, and Benji, who was two and a half, three, maybe had just turned three, and lived down there for a month with the two of them. And Rainbow Eric came down with me for two weeks to help be like baby daddy while I was doing the training because I, I was essentially helping with the training from 4 a.m. when I would get up till 7 o'clock at night every day, except for some some Sundays. And then a, a wonderful beloved friend, Dina Miller, she came with me for two weeks too to do the same thing that Eric was doing, helping with the kids while I was doing this training um, or facilitating the training and that was a lifelong dream. It just felt so good to be immersed in that energy and that space again and see how Don and Amba and their teachings had evolved over the years and Nosara in particular and the town of Nosara. And then like a year later, they retired and they closed the institute. They sold it. And I haven't been back. Have I been back? I haven't back. I went back. Uh, to lead a retreat. When was that? Maybe it was 2015 too. I think maybe Donna and Amba were still there. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, I haven't really been back to Nosara too much since then, but it has such a special place in my heart that I, yeah, I just love and appreciate so much. Like Amba, I love and appreciate so much who she is and the teachings I receive from them at such a young, impressionable age that I've just, daily continue try to try to apply to my life and their way of being in yoga and the yogic experience of really self awakening present centered embodiment is it is where it's at and that's all of my teachings really stem from them and their lineages. So it just was such an honor to finally get Amba on the podcast. I've been asking her to be on it for over a year and it happens. It happens. We mostly talk about this period that we're in now and the COVIDness and what's coming up for her and what's coming up for me. I hope to have Amba as a regular guest on the podcast where we can kind of dive into some of the more spiritual yogic awareness principles, because she's such a master teacher, I would love for you guys to hear more about that from her and Don as well. So looking forward to having Don on the podcast. I'm just putting that out there into the field and Amba back again. And this is it. This is my conversation with Amba Stapleton.
1: well this is great because this is my very first (laughs) podcast ever marissa so so that that tells me that that's how much i like you and trust you and and you're gonna you're gonna teach me how to do this and this is
0: yeah, I sure will. I'll be gentle. I'll be gentle. Right. Hope it's the right. first of many because you have so many things that you could share.
1: <laughs> well, that's that's kinda when I was in the shower. I was thinking, it's so funny. What, what do I have to share that I that um hasn't already been said before and blah, blah, blah. And, and I just thought, well, I'm just gonna have a nice conversation with my friend. So exactly. how great is that? It's really but, great. but I do I do want to say, Marissa, that you know, I, I was thinking of different topics we could talk about. And everything I thought of would have to be on top of uh, what's really happening for me. So, so it really wouldn't feel authentic. So I really, without being redundant, I really would like to just uh, say how crazy I think this coronavirus thing is, <laughs> you know, you know, I just, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know what the, what the deal is here in Costa Rica now, there, there's uh, out in the parking lots they're putting um, shopping baskets in between every other car car place to park your car so that the so that the cars are six feet apart. Oh my God
0: Wow, wow. are they doing that where you are I haven't seen that yet but I did go grocery shopping yesterday and I got my first. Give me six feet scowl from somebody. Yeah. She literally looked at me and said, six feet, please. And I was like, oh.
1: Oh my God. (laughs) Sorry. You mean just a just a a, a civilian, not a policeman. It was just a woman
0: in the grocery store. I got a little too close, I guess. And she let me
1: know. Wow. That's see. That's the other craziness. I I think what's what I see happening, Marissa, is those that wanna be separated have a great excuse now to be separate. That's that's how I'm feeling. The ones that are wearing the masks, if they you know, if they were women they would have had a beard on or you know, they're 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 like trying. They really they they don't they don't wanna connect and now this 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 mask is making it so much easier not to.
0: Yeah, it's true. I Here in Idaho, everyone is wearing a mask. So like when I went out, I put the mask on because if you don't, then it's quite frowned upon if you don't. But then they're see you're seeing people with masks and I'm often like, how do I connect to this person with just my eyes or my energy? Like the, it feels like the tendency is more towards, well, I guess I don't even have to look at you.
1: Yeah, that's exactly. That's how I feel when I have a mask on. I I I mean, I'm it's such a disconnect. I mean, how do I say hi with my eyes? Uh, it's kind of, it's kind of impossible. If you, if you ask me, I mean, I, I don't know. You know, I have uh, my son's girlfriend works at Wells Fargo, and just today they're they're making it mandatory for, for everyone in the um, the the employees all have to wear the mask the whole day, all day long. So this is the first time. And, um, and, and she's in customer service. So she's saying, how can I serve these people without them seeing my, the expressions on my face so they know I'm not mad at them, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, if, if she has to say something, you know, negative, like, you know, no, we can't do that. It, you know, to be able to smile and, and, you know, do other things to let them know you're not mad or it's, it's the weird, it's, Marissa, it's the weirdest thing. <laughs> have to say so that's that's what's on top of my head. I I don't know where this is going. You know I I don't want to go into, you know, uh, all the the weird weird uh, conspiracy stuff out there, which I do listen to. But uh, what I'm really glad about is that it's got me questioning. There's just something off. There's something off. That's all I have to say. What do you think? There's
0: something off with the story of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I
0: feel like that the hardest part th- that i have to surrender to is i don't know and i'm not i don't think i'm any of us will feel like we actually know and we're being asked to trust in an era where there's so much that's untrue and we've been lied to about so many things for so long of course we're skeptical
1: yeah Exactly, exactly. And there's no
0: real place to turn to for answers. And that's not very comforting.
1: Exactly. They're really, you know, that's, that's it. You know, I, I don't have trust for my government. I don't have, uh, so, so why, and it's been that way, particularly the last three years where I've been so, you know, anti-Trump and just closed. I, I, to tell you the truth, I'm not so anti-Trump right now. I'm really, uh, which, which I think is the healthy place to be. I don't want to be just, um, I don't like him as a person, but, um, uh, I I don't feel like I should be just blind to just not like him and shut everything down. So, so parts of me are opening up to, uh, to different things and, and all because of this, this, uh, this pandemic Mm -hmm. thing that's going, I just, it's really weird. Yeah. Um,
0: I'm careful or mindful of confirmation bias, you know, like looking for the things that validate my point of view when there's so much misinformation out there. And I feel like I can see so many people just doing that
1: in a way. Yes, exactly. And and I did that for a long time with Trump. I mean, I, I was just... You know, because I, I don't like his style, I don't like him as a person, or, or whatever. I mean, you know, I don't even know the guy, but but I, I haven't been open to him at all. And I, I would you know I, I listen to CNN because it's so anti-Trump and just take it all in—a uh, hook, line, and sinker. I'm not doing that anymore. Actually, I'm turning on off all those those. Um, I, I'm not watching him anymore. I I'm just so jaded. I just uh, they're just they're just so biased. You know, absolutely completely biased on one side. And then, so, so anyway, I, I am listening to the doctors, you know, I feel like uh, the people on the front line ought to, ought to, know something. And, and the story they're saying is totally different than the mainstream media. So, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm definitely more open to, to hearing you know, what's going on in the hospitals than, than what's going on in a news news uh, studio. Is
0: Costa Rica a little bit behind what's going on in the U.S. as far as like the protocols for lockdown? Yeah,
1: Costa. Well, our protocols are pretty much the same, um, but you know, because it's it's so, it's there's so fewer people and um, we're not all wearing masks. You know, there was never really a point where, where we all were really, well, there was a little bit where even uh, my yoga classes, a couple of people would come and keep their masks on the whole class. But now we're all taking the masks off. And, and um, but, you know, Costa Rica is the size of um, Maryland. So it's a, it's a small country. I actually, before I talk to you, because I thought I'd bring this up is I, I wanted to find out what the population of Maryland is, because right now we only have nine deaths in Costa Rica. And we have 600, 600 um, cases. So quite a you know, lot. I, I, I don't know how that compares to Idaho or, but it's, you know, it's, 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 it's Costa Rica's the size of a small state. Yeah. So, hmm. so we're, we're doing really good. Um, I think it has a lot to do with sunshine and, you know, we've got a lot of nature here and uh, I, I think people are healthier, a little healthier here and Less um, air pollution. You know, less, Much less air pollution. And yeah, and all that. Uh, you know, there are a lot of people. The whole tourism industry has shut down. Um, all that. So there's a lot of people without jobs right now.
0: But. And in Costa Rica, there's not the same kind of like loan support that the U.S. has tried to put out too, right? And so those that have lost their jobs, they're just... There's nothing coming in. Well,
1: that's that's interesting. Uh, Costa Rica just borrowed four hundred million dollars from the International Monetary Fund. So, four hundred four hundred million dollars to to support the uh, the unemployment. Just like you know, they're doing in the states. We're gonna people here are gonna start getting checks uh, during their unemployment. But now, now Costa Rica is going to be in debt, $400 million. I find that very interesting. Mm. Um, so, so, yeah, you know, I'm, it's, it's just very, very strange. And so to get off this subject, you're probably, we're all tired of talking about it. I, I mean, I know I am, but I just had to, to get current. I had to share that I think it's the strangest time on the planet that I've ever been in. And, uh,
0: yeah. It's for you, you've lived through more strange times than me. Does it feel different than the other strange times?
1: Yes. Yeah. And, and, you know, I haven't lived in that much, you know, I mean, I've been really lucky in in my 65 years. There hasn't been, you know, much on the soil of the U S or Costa Rica that my life was really impacted. But, and so I, I do say that with you know with a little hesitation. You know there there are times that people have lived through World War II and and, and the depression and all this. But um, but the, the I don't know. I don't know if just because there's so much lack of trust. And, and I don't think I'm I'm uh, you and you said the same thing. I don't think we're in a minority. So because of such lack of trust, I think that that compounds this experience than in the depression or, or World War II or things, mm-hmm. ter- terrible things people have gone through. I just really am, you know, keeping, a, a trying to stay, stay awake so that, you know, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but, you know, look what happened in Germany, you know, and people, uh, my mother who's, um, my mother's uh, 98. And she was telling me like during World War II, She lived, she wasn't in Germany, she is Jewish, but she was in uh, the U.S. And during World War II, she didn't hear a thing about what was going on in Germany until after the war. And until maybe 10 years later, did she even know there were concentration camps and all this stuff? Mm -hmm. So, you know, you know, I find that like, I don't want to be in the dark and just let something happen. And, you know, they all say, I don't know how it ever happened. You know, there's a ton of that conversation going on. Back in, yeah. not, I don't know how these people ever came to power. Well, they did, you know, right. and, um, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm really, I've all, you know, I lived in an ashram, so I, I haven't been in the politics or really um, interested externally. I'm much more interested internally. I'm a Pisces moon, and I'm, I'm much more interested in the unseen dimensions than the actual physical dimensions. However, I keep hearing, you know, Carolyn Mace, who I really love, you know, she says years ago. She says we don't we don't have the luxury of not uh, being uh, cognizant of what's going on on the planet. You know, we need to know what's going on. So, you know, and so that, that that's the only reason I even bother. You know, now there's YouTube and why I'm certain. You know, researching stuff and and all this is is um, I would much rather just do my yoga practice and. And garden and water plants and be with my friends. You know, I really, that's what I, and I could do that. My day, my day, day to day looks fantastic. You know, you, you know, you mm-hmm. never know there's coronavirus around here, you know? Yeah.
0: Ditto. I feel you. I'm a Pisces sun and a Pisces moon as well. And my internal landscape, is where I prefer to spend my time. And I'm also trying to be very mindful to not be like an ostrich with my head in the sand because I don't want to pull it out and look around and realize all of the liberties and freedoms that we've lost and wake up to a dystopian world around me, even though it feels like it's already very dystopian in many ways. And I'm also trying to stay super informed. And I know we've shared some information back and forth during this time. And you put out the um, Planet of the Humans. You shared that. And I just watched that last night. That was heartbreaking. I literally cried during the movie.
1: Yeah, me too. I, I got a little bored in the middle because I felt like, okay, I got the message. You know, it was very now, you know, but but I'm so glad I watched it to the very end to the orangutans. And I just was crying. And I said, how per." How perfect that they filmed that and put that in at the end so that it really it impacted me at, at, a, at not just an intellectual level, but at an emotional, this has to stop. You know, this is not okay. And, you know, I'm, yeah, so, and 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 after I posted that on Facebook, Marissa, oh my God, you won't believe how many people said, oh, that wasn't accurate. And, you know, there's a lot of controversy over that. So I, I haven't watched the links that, that they sent me about how about watching this, this other side of the story and um, I mean I, I don't know what could have been incorrect, they were just saying that that the the fossil fuel impact is is not going down due to all these alternative energies, we still need oil to produce a lot of this stuff that, that's all right, isn't that all he was saying?
0: That's it, I watched afterwards an interview with Michael Moore and um... John, is that his name? The guy that the director and the the host of it, or maybe his name is David, and the other guy, Ozzy, who wrote the book Green Illusions. And basically what they were saying that, it's like, look, we're just trying to have a discussion around what's really going on. We're saying, we don't know, but it appears that these things aren't working. And let's talk about that. Let's talk about what's not working.
1: Yeah. So why why was everybody so up, up in arms? Exactly, Marissa. They're they're just trying to to again what you said, keep our our head out of like an ostr- ostrich in the hole somewhere. Yeah. And it was very enlightening. So and and you know, he he's I think he's saying, you know, we can do better or you know, what's we gotta dig deeper, find another solution. Mm-hmm.
0: And, well, it sounded, too, like a lot of the scientists were pointing towards, you know, our only option is to use less and to mm-hmm, consume mm-hmm. less and to change, oh, yeah. Yeah. to change, to change, um, wow, yeah. just how c- conditioned we've be, become to the effects of our lives and what we do on the world around us. I think we're incredibly blind.
1: That. That is. That was the final The message. That's right. And and it, and I think it's. You know, we're not going to find an energy source that's going to take care of our overconsumption of everything. Uh, yeah. And and so we we have to really stop. And I that's not going to be easy. I mean, I look around and think of how you know I don't even save all my plastic garbage bags you know there's there's so much that i could do it really it really requires a huge a huge change yeah right yeah right
0: yep. yeah yeah like you were i did your um hip opening class today for meditation which i loved thank Aww. you so much it was exactly Aww. what i needed but in it and in your teaching style you say doing things the non habitual way Mm. breaking out of your habits and breaking out of your patterns and we're so conditioned we're so patterned Uh,
1: yeah and and i i'm working on it but god i I, there's so many levels you know now 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 i gotta watch my non my habitual consumption and i have to to work on that it's just it just seems never ending marissa (laughs) you know it's just. We gotta wait yep, we have to be awake, seems like all the time. Um without driving you know, driving myself crazy.
0: Yeah. um, Or feeling
1: hopeless. Yeah, yeah, feeling hopeless or or also feeling too too rigid. Yeah. Um I, I love what you said, how you enjoy your internal landscape. You said it so much better than I did than than the outside, but but you know, we can't We can't not, we have to be awake of also what's going on outside.
0: Yeah. What's interesting too is I feel like, you know, I'm 41 now. I would say the past 20 years or more, 25 years of my spiritual practice has been one of discovery of my internal landscape and internal self. And, you know, through the study of yoga and sensations and body and psychology and now what I'm waking up to is my energy and attention being shifted outward and maybe I have in many ways not had my head in the sand but just had my attention so internally focused that my spiritual practice has been one of the earth
1: Mm. yeah yeah I hear you know you're, do you feel like you're being uh, pulled out of your um, your internal, you know?
0: Well, I think, I'm, I think I'm recognizing.
1: Are you being? I, yeah. Well,
0: what's interesting is I'm going deeper into my internal practices and I'm more committed to my sadness than ever. And yeah. I'm more <laughs> in love with the earth. And mm. I want to be garden and I want to go on walks and I want to go on hikes and I want to learn about the plants around me that I see. And I want to get in touch with the cycles of the moon and the seasons. And I have felt like when I'm doing that work, I'm also doing
1: my internal work. Mm. Yeah, I hear you. And I, I, I am exactly the same place that you are and i'm sixty five you're forty one so um you're ahead of me but th- that's exactly it and, and I feel like the more the more I do that the 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 better my my personal uh, private practice is, the more I go out onto the planet isn't that it's a paradox yeah,
0: it's so fascinating and i, I also feel like it's i don't want to sound egotistical or um divisive when I say this, but it My awareness seems to be showing me that those who are on a quote-unquote spiritual journey, when they're connected to the earth versus just their internal landscape and processing, it's showing a maturity in their spiritual practice. Mm. Because it's not so self-centered anymore. Mm
1: Yeah. 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 I feel that's, you know, that's, and maybe it's just the, um, the yin and yang of it all that you, you go inside and you, you do, you just focus on yourself. And then all of a sudden with me, all of a sudden, when I go out, I I'm enjoying people more than I ever have. And um, even in this coronavirus thing and, uh, and, and, they, they, It seems like maybe there's not so much difference. Like like I do my practice and then I go out and, you know, if, if, you had, if you had asked me two weeks ago, I would have told you that I do my practice, I'm so happy on my mat, and then when I get, get off, mm, it lasts for about an hour, and then I'm pissed off, <laughs> and then I'm angry and frustrated and, and all this. But lately, Marissa, the last couple of weeks, it, it's 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 shifted, and I've been praying for this this anger to lift, and um, so so that when when I when I do finish um, my yoga, when I'm at I'm, I I don't feel it as as um, black and white anymore. than when I'm shifting now into having to go to the grocery store or, or you know feed the dog or, or take my mother somewhere, um, I'm much more um, at peace. It's you know I don't know how to. Not explain it, but um, where there used to be, there, no matter what I did, I would always have this underlying anger. And I, I even went to a doctor about three years ago. This is how long it's last been going on. And the doctor, of course, wanted to give me um, uh, antidepressants, which of course I didn't take. I said, no, I think I, all I, all I really need to do is go for a hike. But then when I, you know, come back from the hike, I'd be cranky again. But but you know what, when I'm talking to you, um, this is what I like about this period of is this anger has lifted because in this whole weird coronavirus crap, somehow I'm finding there's there's a light at the end of the tunnel where before before the coronavirus, I didn't know what. What was itching? What was wrong? But I knew something was. And now with the coronavirus, I still don't know what's wrong. But but um, I don't know what exactly it is. However, I know something is off, and it's um and I know we're going to uh uh it's, it's not the end of the world. I know that it's going to end up in a much we're going to end up in a much better place. So that's probably why I'm I'm feeling overall uh, better.
0: I was going to ask that if you f- had feelings of hope because of the um, gateway that's open because of the shift,
1: because of the halt. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I feel. I feel like it's, it's making me, so, and, and I'm just everybody, you know, it, it, it's making me uh, learn and research and grow and study and find out what's going on. So I know it's making everybody else uh, do that, too. And and some people even have time; they're not going to a job nine to five. So um, so I, and and something's been off for a long time. So I'm really glad that it's uh, it's as off as it is, where the whole world has shut down uh, instead of just um, you know the status quo. You know, everyone pretend everyone pretending everything's okay when when it, when it wasn't, when it isn't. So yeah, I, I think, yeah, I'm excited about the future. And really, yeah. What about you?
0: I have felt the same. I felt like um, because of the shift in the halt, it feels like now there's finally room and space for a change to take place. Where before I didn't feel like I, could see or understand how it would happen without it being something so drastic. And I guess now the really drastic thing has happened. I don't quite know how society is going to put itself back together because I feel like there's so many different varying like camps of understanding. So the cohesion, how we're going to get to cohesion, I don't see the way through it, but I do feel like now there's a possibility for a better future.
1: Yes, me too. It's exactly how I feel. You know, it's exactly. And isn't that exciting? It's going to be a while, the next 10 years. See see what what happens.
0: It is exciting. It's, I feel like, especially from watching that film last night too, you know, getting more of an insider's view on like the like looking under the rug of what's happening in the in our consumption of especially fossil fuels and biomass and green energy and all of that i feel empowered to make different choices and i guess i can only hope that enough of us feel the same
1: yeah yeah i think that you know the media and films are su- such a great a great vehicle to to educate us really quickly and, and educate a ton of people really quickly that I, I, I think that movie was just, um, I mean, Marissa, who ever thought that cutting trees was an option? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's back in the, the, I mean, we, whoever thought that, 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 that that's a, um, that that just blew me away. It's that, so that,
0: appalling. It's so I, I, heart-wrenching.
1: Yeah. It's that, so sad. So sad. But but who 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 are these people that call that a um a, a what's it, not redeemable energy? What's the word renewable. for? It? Renewable. Renewable energy. Renewable energy? Really cutting trees as a renewable energy? Oh my god. You know, better we we keep pulling oil out of, out of the ground, which, by the way, seems pretty renewable. I mean, we, now we've got you know tons of barrels not being used. Oh, it's just it's just you know it's just unbelievable. I mean, cutting down that 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 was like I don't know who is running the show here when that became an option.
0: Mm-hmm. That's just mm-hmm it's it's fascinating too to have this film come out at this time and we just had those huge fires in brazil in the amazon yeah, yeah. i think because of those the sugar cane plantations and all of that and then the huge fire in australia and then this symptom this virus of the respiratory system and the trees being the lung systems of the earth and how it's related to the heart and the heart chakra and that connection place of we consciousness it feels quite interrelated
1: yes i never looked at it that way but yeah isn't isn't all that interesting it's it's not a coincidence you know it's and we, you know, we are all connected that why, you know, that's, I think that's the bottom line is, is, is this, is this isn't going to shift until we all know how connected we really are and that um, we're not separate and, and uh, whatever happens to one part happens to every part, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. I'm enjoying reading I'm finally getting through the Course in Miracles. Have you ever read it? Yeah, I read it,
0: oh, maybe like 2005 or six.
1: Mm. It's beautiful. Yeah, I've had it forever and I, I opened it and closed it and opened it, but now's the time for me to read it. And I'm just, I'm only in chapter two, I think, but I'm just loving, loving it. I'm really ready for, for the message of, um, uh, nothing real, nothing real, nothing real is, nothing real can be threatened, and nothing unreal exists. Herein lies the peace of God. So you know that that statement, um, I love it, but it's it's kind of what you were what you were saying. Where's the where do you if if nothing real can be threatened? then do i just sit back and let you know let everything just happen because it's everything i'm seeing out there isn't real you, you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah
0: and i would say the answer is no we don't sit back just like carolyn may said too right mhm
1: yeah yeah we don't sit back so 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 i understand that nothing real can be threatened i i got that Um, you know, my body, even if someone were to, you know, come and shoot me, um, my body is not me and, you know, bye-bye physical body, Amba, and and I'm still there. You know, you can't burn me. You can't, you know, floods can't drown me, blah, blah, blah. Um, however, yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, I think what it's pointing to is what you said that, um, how we have to realize how interconnected we all are. And so even though we know that the outside material world isn't the real reality or are the real essence of who we are, it's still the the operating system that we're sharing and our choices within it affect each other and affect the condition of yeah. the program. Yes. And exactly. it's, it's like the boundary con- condition through which we're having this human experience. And mm-hmm. I feel like in many ways, we've all had a pretty easy ride,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not a course across the board, but we live in a a state where we have had the opportunity to have le- like our spiritual practices and the ways that connect us in the ways that nourish us and the ways that we can kind of ignore what's going on around us. And that in some ways feels more comfortable too to just focus on, on the immediate of ourselves. But then what feels uncomfortable is turning the lens outward and really waking up. Like you said, you'd want to be awake to what's going on and it feels different. It's not what I'm used to, that's for sure. And it's harder. So it's almost like a new level of the game. This is like love we just got into like a level that's harder now and it's requiring new skills that we don't quite have
1: yet. Exactly. Exactly. Mm.
0: But our inner resources help us.
1: Yes. Thank you know. Yeah. I I don't know how people are managing if they don't have some kind of practice to get themselves ready every day. You know, I, it's, you know, I'm really, uh, super grateful that I have so many fun things that I do that, 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 um, that mirror back to me that, that I'm connected to source and, and all that. So, but, um, I really feel for people that don't, and they don't even have nature to get into. They're, they're, you know, they're up in a high rise on, you know, floor thirteen, and they 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 can't get out of their house and stuff. It's, I don't know how they they're doing it, but, um, but yeah, we've had it very easy, and uh, it's gonna be interesting. You know, I feel like um, we've like uh, me i have had it so easy and i paid no attention whatsoever to politics and what's going on in washington none whatsoever and um when when i and now with social media and you know everybody seems to be getting interested in what's going on and and just the laws that have been passed and 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 just all this crazy crazy laws that were passed that are strictly supporting uh those people sitting in Washington is just unbelievable. You know, it's 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 another wake up. I just think, oh my God, you know, uh, the government has really, um, I don't know, just really gone off. I mean, I, I knew it was corrupt for a long time, but but the laws that they that they pass just to help themselves, whether it be their their salaries or their vacation time or their medical, you know. Or, or, or even, you know, how many people are in the Senate and in the House that have been there for 20, 30 years? You know, they made a whole career out of, out of that, where it should have just been a public service for a few years and then you're out and a new, new crew has to get in. But it is so old crony. It's just, it's just really, I don't know
0: Yeah, I feel that.
1: I feel that. I've
0: been just saddened and somewhat sickened too that Joe Biden is the nominee, for president, it feels like such a failure. Yeah,
1: yeah, big time, big time. But you know, I'm exactly, Marissa. It's not inspiring, definitely, and um, and you know, Obama. He was so handsome, and he could talk so well, and he was so likable, and blah blah blah. And but but he, you know, he wasn't perfect either. And you know, it's until we get. Money out of the picture there's just it's just gonna continue you know the same you know everyone's bought out and um and i you know I don't know when that's when that's gonna change you know i it's you know I had this very powerful experience with um a woman that here here she works for She works for my mother. She's her housekeeper and she cooks for her and other things. And, um, but, but it's all the class thing. It's like the laborers, um, always get the bum bum rap and it, it it has something to do with, with self-esteem. You know, our planet is so esteemed around money. And if you don't have the money, there's, uh, this this woman that I'm talking to about we we were doing something and we were having fun and um we were trying to tie this thing together and I couldn't tie a fucking knot correctly and it kept wouldn't keep slipping and so she she tied it for me and I said I said you know Dora you know I may have more money than you but you sure are a lot more intelligent than I am you know and we both laughed and and it was it's it's like there's there's a lot more to life than money and and we should treat everybody not according to how much money they have just treat them as another human being that has something to share and i have something else to share and blah and you know there's just it we're all the same and uh, you know until that really lands i you know there's going to be the hierarchy of of oh you know they and and it's not I, I'm saying it, it's, it's, it, I, I guess it's a shift. It's going to have to create that there needs, there needs to be a, an awakening again, that, that one level of society doesn't need celebrity and money to look up to because they do, you know, the, the poor people want celebrity, whether it's, whether it's Queen Elizabeth over there in, in England, or it's Bill Gates here, or, or, um, or tom cruise or whatever there's there's like there's like this need for um someone greater outside yourself would
0: you say though that that in itself is a symptom of the lack of spiritual connection where perhaps in civilizations that have come and gone that focus of something outward was a deity or a god or a king, and that celebrity has replaced spirituality, or that, that, that like lens yeah. focus of a of, of role model, let's say, of what I'm trying to w- when I'm like them, then I'll be happy.:
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: And in exactly. many ways, they have yeah. they are like gods and, and goddesses.
1: Yeah, I never, I never made that that connection, Marissa. That's that's phenomenal. That that the um, the primitives or something had had some god they put up on a pedestal, and now um, we put celebrity up on the pedestal. Or, or, and you know, wait till I'm like that. Something exactly just what you said. I'll be happy when instead of you know going inside and and um, really digging and finding our own self worth. Instead of putting it out there, yeah, I, I guess it's it's the problem of um, it, it's, it's been there forever and it's going to be there forever until until evolution reaches reaches a point where where we um where where we are so connected and so see see each one as equal, you know, completely equal, no matter what, what you do, no matter how much money you make, no matter it, what what color your skin is. And no matter what, we are all equal. And just that that understanding will we will stop putting people out there, you know, and and find our own happiness. Because it's, it's just what you said, I will be happy when. And then, you know, I, I, I love the current celebrities, a lot of them anyway. At least it's not Hollywood like the 1920s or 30s or 40s. Uh, you know, Hollywood has lost its its. I mean, the the new celebrities are a little more authentic and will show their shadow and will say, "I'm not as happy as, as um you all think I am just because I have money." That the Jim Carries of the planet, you know, they're they're doing great service for for people to finally realize, oh, okay, I don't have to get that much money if I can listen to this guy. Money's not the answer, and um and, and the way the the way they share it it seems to land a lot more than, oh yeah, easy for you to say, you've got all the money, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. I f- I'm feeling too, like with what you're saying of the recognition of um, the value of everyone and uh, the integrity of everyone in the pathway to realizing that about those around you is, uh, is through realizing that within yourself, that I'm enough, that I have enough, that I'm lovable. Otherwise, if you if you haven't gotten there internally, there's the insecurity and the sense of separation and your self-judgment is reflected in the judgment of those around you. And when you're not judging yourself, or you judge yourself less, you're less likely to judge those around you.
1: Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that's why it's so nice to spend a little time in that space beyond the mind. You know, that's that's why that's why I like to sit or lay or walk, but fall into that space that's that's beyond all the judgment, self judgment, judgment of others, the mind, all the mind crap. It's um it's really nice. It, it, it was wonderful in Nosara, um, uh, when we were there, and um, especially in Nosara, more so than than here. Here I'm closer to the city, but in Nosara, all the people that worked for us. Um, they had the Costa Ricans, they had such a level of esteem, self-esteem that I used to, um, just love being with them, hang out with them. Um, they would work all day and then get on their bicycles and go play soccer or, or whatever and have tons of energy. And, and I remember, um, this American came and spent some time with us and she was saying, but Amba, um, don't you feel like, you know, you're you're up you're sitting up here in a big house and, and they're down there on a the mud mud floor. And don't you feel like there's there's some animosity that they they must feel like, oh, the Americans are here taking over, blah, blah, blah. And and it was it was so um provincial of her to, to think. I said, I said, are you kidding me? I said, they have more self-esteem and more more, uh, they are in so much better shape than most Americans I've ever met. Um, that there's, there's, excuse me, but they're doing just great. You know, they they don't need a, a huge house on the hill to feel good about themselves. And they, you know, they they and I'm and I, I don't feel like like I was putting my head in a hole and pretending. No, these people are completely completely self sufficient. Oh my god! If the electric went out or the water quit running or something, I wouldn't know what the fuck to do. These guys know how to take care of themselves, and um, and so I said, I you know, no, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't bless my lifestyle on them for you know for a minute. They don't need it, and it was just a, a very interesting conversation that I had with her. I'll never forget it, um, and then today I was in the shower, my favorite place to be. And I was, I take cold showers at the end of a nice hot shower. And I was thinking, isn't it, you know, cold showers are so healthy for you, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, isn't it interesting? And Nosara, all of our employees, hardly any of them had, had hot, hot running water. And they all took cold showers every morning. And they they come over here, lit up, their, their skin's glowing, and they've got lots of energy. And and th- just just the fact that, that that they don't have the comfort of this hot shower is keeping them healthier, vibrant, in better mood, and all this stuff. You hear what I'm saying, Marissa? You I know, get
0: it. You know, yeah. c-
1: civilization. You know, we all think that oh, civilization is is the way to go, and these these poor quote poor people. Man, the poor the poor people that I know. Are the wealthiest people. Those are the poor people. They, they can't do shit for themselves. And they are the ones that are so freaked out about the coronavirus. It's amazing. The, the wealthier ones, like I couldn't even have a conversation with one of my very wealthy friends. Oh no, this thing's really serious on, but don't be taking it so lightly. And I'm thinking, what the, what, what is she thinking? I mean, you know, you know, because I, there's something about the more money you have, the, the more out of control you are in, in a weird way. When, when we think having money means you're in control, you know, uh, they, they're, they're so out of control. Um, or
0: disconnected, right?
1: Disconnected, something, yeah. It, it's like, and, and, the, and to now have this pandemic thing, uh, they've, because they've got all their eggs in the basket called culture and the Western culture, Western civilization, in a way, they have to buy the story that their culture is feeding them. You know, mm-hmm. and that's and, and that's what 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 I've been seeing uh, mostly. And, and and the the less affluent people seem to be doing just fine. But um, anyway, it's 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 really really interesting. It, it goes back to all the stuff, Marissa. That civilization. Oh, you know, we need sunscreen. We need. Flu vaccines every year. I haven't gotten a flu vaccine once, and I and I never will. You know, ditto, you know? ditto. But but man, when you get enculturized into into that, and, and thank God, you and I had yoga, which was kind of anti uh, culture, It was taking us a little bit out of quote civilization. You know, we're we're we 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 do not buy everything you know oh i, I need this cuz you know somebody's telling me really oh my god yeah i i would say that yoga
0: it's like a gateway to think for yourself yoga is because you're getting in touch yeah. with the wisdom of your body
1: yes
0: and your body's informing you do i really need a flu shot i mean I, i'm healthy yeah
1: yeah why why would I, take- I need a why would i need need a flu shot even if I get get the flu, I, I've had the flu, I don't know, maybe eight times in my lifetime. I, I, you know, I sweated it out and I was fine. Why don't, you know, came out, came out feeling great three days later. Remember, you, you know, when you get sick, you feel like after you're finished getting <laughs> sick, man, you are stronger and you feel better than ever, right?
0: Yeah. You think about, all these things that you took for granted while you were sick. I'm like, if I so took for granted just breathing out of my nose, yeah. if I could just breathe out of my nose again, I'll never take it for granted again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: you know. Anyway, it's, I I always I always go back to, um, everything is the opposite to what it seems. If I want to find truth i i listen to what what the world's telling me and then i flip it 360 degrees i just flip it and that's that's the actual truth over there i can't give give you an example of it but well you know what i was
0: thinking just the other last week or so you know of course about this coronavirus and all that's going on and the new like um how many people are getting on an, on unemployment and what it's doing to entrepreneurs and business owners. And my thought was, what if I can't see this or understand how it's possible, but this has been designed by, let's say, my higher self, our higher selves as a way to shift And I don't even see, I can't see the bigger picture, but I can feel into trusting that I don't know what's going on, but it's designed for the right evolutionary path. Like we've designed this, humanity's designed this, the earth has designed this.
1: Yeah. Yes. I think you're. Absolutely right. I i have seen not that what my, what I think matters, but I—you are—I—I I just yeah, I think you know life is good, and we're, we're you know we're born in love, and sin doesn't exist, you know all you know, so so of course it's 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 working on something really great, because you know, Marissa, well for me. Something would, would have had to shift for me to really change. I have to say it. I mean, you know, I, I've done yoga as best I can for many years, and um, but there's some major shifts that never have happened in me, you know. And I, you know, so so it it was gonna, I was gonna need some help, <laughs> and this is definitely helping me shift.
0: So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. I feel like it's like a big knock on the head and I'm shaking out of it. I'm like, oh, what was that? And we were always doing our best, the best that we knew how, even when we were struggling and even now when we struggle. It's funny that you say that you've moved through anger because I feel like the past two weeks I've just been consumed by anger, which is very unlike me. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm glad you're moving through it. I I think I spent <clears throat> well ever since I've left Nosara, so that's been about three years. I've just been so angry, um, and it, it you know I just ugh, don't like to be in that place. But it's it's um it's moving through, and um, so not that I'm glad you're angry, but. I'm glad glad I wasn't alone (laughs) glad you're going through a real anger Marissa
0: my anger anger layer is up my anger layer is up and it feels like wounds and old wounds and insecurities and like a depth to the healing that I'm trying to like lean into and turn into a breakthrough like the breakdown to breakthrough I feel like I'm in a breakdown Mm -hmm. phase
1: Mm.
0: And I'm pissed.
1: Mm. <laughs> wow, that's really good. <laughs> <laughs> because I think I was in a breakdown, but didn't realize it. So at least you you know, you know the house is under renovation. How great! But it looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I hate living in a house under renovation there's dust there's it's not nice the boys It's, it's gonna not be, nice it's going to be nice you know soon it's going to be more beautiful than before yeah that's a on. good where, reminder where is your mars in your chart do you remember
0: i don't know mm. i it mm, i don't know oh, i don't know where my mars no. is
1: i'm 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 uh scooching up to to wanting to learn astrology <laughs> so <laughs> i keep, I keep threatening myself i have a girlfriend in la that she's an astrologer She said i'll teach you i'll teach you and i i just you know one more thing i want to learn but um anyway i I have mars and aries so mars and aries you can get pretty mad but you you don't get but you don't hold on to it it doesn't stay long oh that's
0: good yeah that's good
1: yeah Yeah. i was just wondering where you're i'll look
0: and see and i'll let you know
1: okay right yeah
0: so you have, you have Pisces moon and you're a Pisces? Pisces moon, Pisces sun, Gemini rising. And I've got, um, I think my Neptune even is in Pisces. I've got like tons of Pisces in my chart. Mm, wow. Well,
1: that's great because we're all going to need it. That's wonderful. That's our, you, you, you're Gemini rising so am I. Oh, really? That's why, that's why, that's why we like to talk. <laughs> we like to talk together. I'm amazed we let we let each other say get two words, and that's that's why.
0: I think we've done well. I think we've done well. I don't want to keep you too long. I know it's been about an hour, but I've loved this conversation so much, and I would love even more to make it regular because I think you're such a wealth of wisdom and insights and perspective. And I honor your teachings and who you are so, so much. I think about you a million times a day with so much
1: love in my heart. No, well, that's, I, that's great. It, um, uh, I I'm not a a well of, of wisdom and all, all that you said, but I'll, I'll take it in. I do feel your love. And what I feel is, um, I, I just feel like we spent such great time together in Nosaro where we were all going inside and, and growing and, and being in nature and that, that we have this connection that's really beyond what we say. You know, our our words are only part of it and um so I feel I feel deeply connected to you too and uh, and this was fun and um, we'll do it again if if we feel like it. So
0: good. Thank there's you.
1: so many there's so many um conversations uh that we can have that the next one i would like to talk about yoga a little more and um the conversation about touch that's coming up through this yeah. through the realms um i really uh would, would hate for hatha yoga classes to uh for teachers not to be able to touch you, touch the students and all that so anyway that's just a pet peeve i have but we could talk about that another time but yeah, I had, I, mean, to get, I, w- I had to get the coronavirus crap off my chest. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> well, it's could-
0: the thing that's in the fields the highest. But uh, in regards to touch and classes, I, you know, in your tradition and your lineage that you and Don teach, we learn to become teachers through the physical cueing, <laughs> and the practice of pranissage takes us even deeper, and it's all about body awareness. Yeah. Uh, on an individual level, but how the teacher can facilitate a deepening of just awareness and prana awakening through touch. And myself as a teacher now of yoga teachers, I have often felt a little bit on the fringes because I I teach that way too. I don't use just verbal cueing. I encourage um, hands-on assists and adjustments and how to do that and the value of it. And it's Certainly, becoming a risky subject in some ways.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and um, you know, there's there's a lot of conversation like like we we need to stop touching because there's been so much inappropriate touch. Well, that's like saying you know we need to stop driving cars because people hurt themselves. You know, or we need to stop. You know, it's 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 so you know what what I want to say real quick on on that topic is. Um, Uh, touch, you know, touch is not the problem, the inappropriate touches. So then when anybody is getting touched inappropriately, whack them, (laughs) you know, right in the moment, like, you know, it comes out later on, you know, years later, oh, he touched me wrong, whether it be, you know, I I think every every major uh, famous Bikram and um, uh, Yogi Bhajan and all these people, um, it's like, we really need to uh, teach our 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 daughters, our you know, to uh, to stand up to stand up for themselves. And the, I'm not talking yet about the guru disciple relationship. I'm talking about just a yoga teacher that gets um, that they they or a student that gets touched inappropriately, and they just keep letting it happen because they didn't they weren't brought up to be um, to to. To, to be what to, 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 to be they were brought up to be too polite and oh you know yeah. or well, what What do you from I, my that, own personal
0: experience in those circumstances there's three responses it's fight which would be the whack-em mm-hmm. or flight or freeze and what happens to me is I freeze mm-hmm. and my trauma response is freezing and so it happens and I'm like oh mm. and I don't nothing like nothing mm-hmm. happens And I think that that's what you're pointing to. And then afterwards, there is a disempowerment or there is fear or and then there is self-doubt. And there is uh, all kinds of things that go into moments like that. um, My hope now with it is that um, people feel less likely like they can get away with um, it.
1: I I don't think they're going to be able to get away with it. As as much that's that's good on the teacher's end of it, and um so so I hear what you say. So so there's that freeze step instead of run away or instead of attack. There's also the yeah. So I guess when your pattern for freezing, uh, that's yeah. How so, Marissa? How can we? How can we? Um, where that that freeze that freeze habit or or, you know, um mode of operating uh where do you think that started from a from a a previous abuse oh yeah for sure for me it was childhood Uh definitely Uh like yeah you're so uh, little the person is so big right mm -hmm, that you that you if if you struck you know if if you hit them you could have been killed say take it to the nth degree right exactly. exactly so freezing
0: enables it. so it's like if i don't move maybe they won't know i'm here and then wow. i'm less in harm's way
1: mhm mhm
0: yeah and it's so, so it's okay. like a,
1: trying to become invisible yeah yeah so okay for so that, i'm just trying to think of how can how can so there's there's nothing when, when when those woundings happen at such a young age and that pattern of freezing starts happening okay then I, I I hear you. Marissa, I I just um later on as as an adult that's never been abused, then then you'd have no problem striking out and just telling the guy to fuck off, right? Right. As an as an adult. So yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: An adult yeah. would be different. It's different for sure. Or it's like looping back around once you come out of the freeze mode, which has happened to me a few times. And then you have to go mm-hmm. back and have the confrontation, which is scary, right? Because there's a lot of confrontation avoidance.
1: Exactly.
0: Because we're not practiced in it. I'm not practiced. I'm not that practiced in it. Yeah. Very nuanced. But uh, from a teacher's point of view, I do feel like there's a way to give touch that's, safely and effectively and with the right intention of just uh loving presence non non-sexual loving presence yeah
1: totally and, and if i mean you shouldn't be touching someone if you're not feeling in, in that place you know as as a teacher mm-hmm. you know we, we 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 have to always you got to know your intention so you know if, if you're if you're a a teacher and there's someone in the class that you're attracted to and you're going over there to touch them because you're attracted to them, you know, I I would hope as a teacher, you know, to nip that in the bud and don't, don't touch that person. You know what I mean?
0: You know, (laughs) that's exactly what I say. That's exactly what I say. If you're vibing vibing on a a student in any way, do not touch them. Period. Because, you know, we're all human
1: and blah, blah, blah. Just don't, don't go there. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't touch them. And, uh, but but then you know there are those that can't even control themselves at that level and then then like but I I think um well the, the freezing issue I you know I, I I need to have more compassion I'm just really um you know I understand that that happens I I want to give students more permission that if you like. Maybe I would have done this in a YTT now that touches such a, you know, if you ever get, get touched inappropriately in this class, um, you have complete permission to whack the hell out of the person, (laughs) you know, and if you can't, you know, then, then come to, you know, one, one of the faculty and, and we will. You know, yeah. it's just it's not it's not it's not appropriate. Mm-hmm. However, we're we're going to continue to to touch as a way of, of assisting. And then you know, in our YTs, if you remember, and maybe you do it too. You know, we had tickets by their by their mats if they wanted to be touched or didn't want to be. You know, permission. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember, oh, they wanted to be if they didn't want to be touched that day in morning yoga assisted. Then they had a you know a a blue blue piece of paper by their mat or something like that yeah they could opt out they could they could opt, they could out. opt out yeah
0: you know it's it's a, it's 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 a skill in and of itself to learn how to touch with confidence and with the right intention and I think part of it too is that for some teachers they just might not have that skill like they might not be that
1: yeah. good at it yeah and that's, that's and then and, yeah and that's fine you know mm-hmm. they you know you, you I'm not saying that that teachers need to be touching their students I I usually uh, when I when I'm teaching a group class I don't touch anybody I, you know I'm the kind that as you know I, I do the yoga with them I'm up there you know doing you know I I don't even walk around class around them that much but I don't want to throw out the 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 uh the touching that we can't touch it you know and, yeah and um, I I was just watching a, um, Iyengar, Iyengar's granddaughter spoke at the Iyengar conference in 2019, and the topic was this touch. I guess, I guess Iyengar was, a lot of stuff has come out about his, his past behavior or something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, they're, and they're discussing whether, whether to uh, uh, just stop all touching and Iyengar. Yoga, which I don't know how you how you would even teach Iyengar without touching. There's there's so much, assistance in, in that in that form. But mm. um, but anyway, I don't know why I'm I'm. And it could be done
0: quite therapeutically too. This weekend, I'm excited to begin some Phoenix Rising Yoga Therapy training, mm. which I'm I learned reading the the
1: the founder of it, Michael Lee. He was a kripalu.
0: Yeah, he was a kripalu, he was a kripalu, a kripalu
1: and he was um. Uh, Don mentored him for several years at Kripalu while he was working on his his master's or his PhD. You know,
0: yeah. I I was sure Don must have known him; that they must have been there at the same time.
1: Yeah, they were there at the same time, and and actually, Don's he was um, Don had a one of the original yoga therapy courses at Kripalu when. When those two words first started showing up together, yoga therapy, and when um, was that? Like eighty. Um. That probably was. Uh, seventy nine. Oh wow. Yes, yeah, yeah, seventy. Seventy 80, maybe. Yeah, probably eighty. Well, well, let's see. I moved to 77, seventy seven, seventy eight. No, it's probably about seventy nine. But anyway, um, yeah, Michael. Michael Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's great. Who's
0: teaching it? There's a whole, right. whole list of um, faculty, nobody that I recognize, but I'll let you know. You might know some of them. Mm-hmm. I wasn't aware when I signed up for it how um, how much it came out of the Kripalu tradition, which really excited me because it mm-hmm. feels so resonant.
1: Oh, well, that's great. Well, good. And Keep that, me posted. That'll be great. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I'll give you a session. Okay. Yeah. Give me a session. That'll be great. (laughs) (laughs) This has been so much fun.
0: I love you so much. It's been Uh, great. I can't wait for our next conversation. Okay. Love you too. Take care. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Tell Don I said hi. I will.